0: Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka.
1: This is Pure Opelka
0: with Mike Opelka.
1: Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to Pure Opelka, second hour of the program here. We're celebrating Friday. That means it is a free for all Friday. You're welcome to join the conversation. At any time, on any subject that you want to talk about, we'll try and have a reasonable conversation. I have a few things I would like to discuss between now and the end of the show, and we're also monitoring what's going on overseas. We're keeping an eye on whatever's happening at the G20. Right now, they're all going to dinner. <laughs> you know how these these are like those company meetings where you have your your training sessions through the day, and then there are the breakout meetings, and then everybody gets together for cocktails and dinner. That's what's going on now. The Trumps were just seen walking down the steps to wherever they're having their G20 banquet, and um, I, I'm sure that that Mrs. Trump will be getting plenty of love and support from the fashion community for her style. And if she doesn't, it's just because they're a bunch of haters and they wanted Hillary in there. But I can't imagine. Just thank God. Thank God indeed. But the phones are open. 888-900-3393. 888-900-3393. is a Friday. We have to have some fun today, too. We have to... Look at some of the stupid stuff that's out there. And there is plenty of stupid stuff out there to go around. Uh, We're still watching to see if there's any more confirmation on the Associated Press reporting that talked about a possible ceasefire starting Sunday in southwest Syria that the U.S. and Russia were going to announce this together. And maybe that'll happen when Rex Tillerson holds the briefing after the two-hour-plus meeting that President Trump just finished with Vladimir Putin. We'll see. We shall see. Coming up this hour, I want to talk about Justice Roberts and why Justice Roberts wants graduates to have a tough time. Yesterday, at the end of the show, I briefly mentioned Billy Joel. Billy Joel was a commencement speaker at the high school that he did not graduate from when he was 18 years old, Billy Joel missed his high school graduation by one credit. He was one credit short, and this is 50 years ago. So Billy Joel missed out his high school graduation, went on to become the superstar musician that he is, And in 1992, so 25 years ago, the school went, you know, maybe if we give Billy Joel a diploma, maybe he'll throw us a little, you know, something, a little cash. Maybe we'll have a Billy Joel music room here at the high school. Who knows? So the school wisely granted Billy a high school diploma. I guess they filled in that last credit on uh, work experience, (laughs) real world experience. (laughs) Good for them. But Billy returned and I only had five seconds of his commencement speech as we were ending the show yesterday. So I tracked it down and I want to share with you. It's about a minute and 10 seconds of Billy Joel telling the kids on Long Island, the high school grads, a little bit of the truth about the world.
3: Right now, you're probably at the height of your idealism. As time goes on, uh, you may become cynical, you may become skeptical, um, you may just become disengaged from the way things are. But right now, you're as idealistic as you're ever going to be. And that 18-year-old, you can take that with you the rest of your life, whenever you need to know what's the right thing to do. You may know the smart thing to do. You may know the convenient thing to do. You may know the lucrative thing to do. You may know the easy thing to do. But you may not always know later in life, what's the right thing, what's the right thing. But that 18 year old is gonna be a real pain in the ass. (laughs) and, And be telling you, this is what the right thing is. And I hope that you hold on to that. I hope you remember that. Who you are today is going to be very important, who you are later in life, because you'll always know what the right thing is. And if you want to do the right thing, that 18-year-old will be in there kicking your butt.
2: I think that's great advice. I think Billy Joel's got it. You know, we all need a mixture, a combination of the things we know to be right And then we look at the situation and go, yeah, but I could make a ton of money on this one. Well, the money isn't always going to be there. But doing the right thing will give you the appropriate feeling, karma, whatever. And doing the right thing does matter. So I, I certainly appreciate Billy Joel talking to the high school kids. Now, the college kids are a little different. So can you imagine the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court coming to deliver the commencement address at your school? Can you imagine Justice John Roberts standing up there? Uh, The Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, I'm sorry, it wasn't a a college, it was a ninth grade commencement. And this makes it even more impressive what Justice Roberts said, because I think this is the Chief Justice saying to these ninth graders that uh, what what you're about to experience in life, and, and he basically feels like they're all smart enough to handle it, uh, what you're about to experience in life may not be all the perfection you've heard about. And so uh, we will, it's only, I've only got about a minute of Just, Justice Roberts' speech here, but this is what, Justice Roberts said to the kids at uh, Cardigan Mountain School. And this is, um, I just think this is fantastic.
1: From time to time in the years to come, I hope you will be treated unfairly so that you will come to know the value of justice. I hope that you will suffer betrayal because that will teach you the importance of loyalty. Sorry to say, but I hope you will be lonely from time to time so that you don't take friends for granted. I wish you bad luck again from time to time so that you will be conscious of the role of chance in life and understand that your success is not completely deserved and that the failure of others is not completely deserved either. And when you lose as you will from time to time, I hope every now and then your opponent will gloat over your failure. It is a way for you to understand the importance of sportsmanship. I hope you'll be ignored so you know the importance of listening to others. And I hope you will have just enough pain to learn compassion.
2: Kind of a beautiful statement, right? I hope you'll, <laughs> I hope you'll be ignored so you'll understand what it means to listen to people. I hope you'll be lonely. I, I just, yeah, it's a. I think it's a very, very ingenious way to turn a commencement speech on its side. Uh, and uh, speaking of turning a commencement speech on its side, uh, we're we're going to turn the show on its side for a minute. Mark in Maryland is checking in on the Free for All Friday. How you doing, Mark? Uh,
4: I just wanted to know. Uh... How, how much of the house you burnt
2: down while having your barbecue? Oh, I burned down zero portion of the house because, uh, as Mark was talking about, all of the discussions we had with, um, with the chef last week, Carl Ruiz, the mad Cuban, who I think is going to be making more appearances on the show. He, uh, he's got some new free time available. But uh, I do all my, my series, Barbecue and Outdoors. Um, and I've never i I've always wanted to do the um, when you put the turkey in the hot oil but I know enough not to do it indoors i, I we have a neighbor who burned down a garage and so uh, I, I'm smart enough to know that that's that's not the way to go but I'm thinking about doing some barbecuing this weekend what I would love to do is um, and and we have totally gone off the rails here I would love to do the dig a hole and and line it with rocks and coals and then cook a pig in the hole which uh i did it with my grandfather when i was a kid in the backyard in the suburbs of chicago and my mother almost lost it we dug a hole and put the put the rocks in and then put the charcoal in and then ended up cooking a 25 pound suckling pig in the backyard and uh (laughs) It was delicious, but mom was not happy, <laughs> you know. So what, what can I say? But you, I tend to get in trouble when I would hang out with my grandparents, but that's, that's the way things go. Uh, well, you, but what,
4: what? you got to make what, sure you use the wet banana leaves when you're doing that kind of cooking.
2: Wet banana leaves. What do I do with wet banana? I'm going to have to ask the chef about this, but what, what the heck does wet banana leaves have to do with anything?
4: Oh, it seals in the moisture it protects the meat from uh to burning up and all that good stuff like that. When you go to uh flip the pig over, put more wet banana leaves in there and uh put it right on top. And, so it oh, sounds and like then put more wet banana leaves over top of that. Oh you talking oh, you're talking barbacoa, oh, man, that is really excellent. Uh, when I was down in Florida several years back visiting family down there, uh, one of the uh, gentlemen married a Cuban lady and she mm. could cook. Uh, and she would wrap rice up inside of uh, the banana leaves. And oh, 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 man, I'm salivating all over. The-
2: <laughs> Welcome to our Friday food segment on Puro Pelka. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark, thank you for joining. Always a pleasure, my friend. No topic is off limits today. It's a Friday free for all. The phones are open, 888 900 I'm looking at stories that interest me today. I'm looking at, uh, obviously, I'm looking at the news, too, because we, we have big news going on. Right now, the only thing I think uh, to worry about in the G20 is will, will things heat up once again as the sun starts to go down? Uh, because uh i think tomorrow is the biggest day for protest that's when new york city mayor bill de blasio shows up to be part of the protest jack wagon uh i'm going to step aside when we come back we might play the uh fake news real news game uh we might look at uh there there is um john podesta's story is troubling me and um there's also there's also a um a comparison of the G20 protesters to some of the protesters from the 60s that I want to get to, man, you know, man. But we will um, we'll deal with that just around the corner on Pure Opelka.
0: Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. listening to Pure
1: Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to Pure Opelka. We are uh, now uh, seeing the rest of the world is reporting what we told you almost an hour ago that uh, apparently there will be a ceasefire announced by the United States and Russia, a ceasefire over southwestern Syria. That's good. That's good. The Associated Press gave us the tip. So it's not like we broke it, but the AP sent it out that their sources were solid and they have been confirmed. And now a lot of the uh, big folks are jumping on it. But that's good news. And uh, I hope it holds. The last time that happened, it lasted all of, uh, what was it, eight days in September of last year? Yeah. Yeah good news. Uh, and other good news, uh, l- let me give you guys a tip. Uh, I'm doing this and I think you should do it too. I'm looking at getting life insurance, uh, term life insurance. It's a, a mystery. The world is a mystery to me. Term life insurance, a mystery, but I want to make sure that, that my, my other half is covered. So I'm looking for a policy and I want a good deal. And we have a new sponsor here, HealthIQ.com. HealthIQ.com. And if you go to healthiq.com slash blaze, you can get a free quote and you can see what they're offering. And and this is life insurance with some of the biggest names in the business. But how is it different? How is it different? How is how are they able to do it so it's cheaper? Well, it's about being able to give good rates to people who are health conscious. So they'll ask you questions about how you live your life. Do you smoke? Do you drink? Do you? And you can drink. You just, you know, you can't be drinking a fifth of booze every day. But um, are you conscious of a healthy lifestyle? What's What's your health footprint? Now, I took the quiz. I got a good score. I had a long conversation about my life and how I live it and how much how much vegetables I consume and I'm a vegetable lover and what I do for exercise. And they said, you know, based on what you've told us, if it all checks out, we can get you this rate for this much. And I went, Holy cow. So if you're looking for insurance and you want something that bases it on your, your health consciousness and not just your, your age and your gender, Check out healthiq.com slash theblaze, healthiq.com slash theblaze. I have my uh, medical exam next week, and if all goes well, as I expect it will, bingo. I'm going to be with a major carrier at a great rate, cheaper than what I saw through uh, an insurance company I've been buying car insurance from for decades. So check out healthiq.com slash theblaze. It's a better idea for health-conscious people to get life insurance. All right, so coming up around the corner, we'll get into John Podesta because I think John Podesta I think John is telling a story. I think he's, he's fibbing a little bit. And I also have some crazy news I need to get to. Uh, as, as we wrap up the week and we look ahead, to Saturday, you know, Saturday morning on The Blaze. Uh, we will kick off programming at 6 a.m. live with a brand new Puro Pelka. And right after me is, is Jeffy, the Jeff Fisher show. And I like to try and predict what stories Jeffy's going to hit. So I will go through and find uh, basically stories that are kind of on the border of appropriate or inappropriate and try and predict which ones he's going to do so i'm going to give you a preview of some of the things i think jeff fisher will be covering you you just heard the promo where jeffy was talking about well he called it fake news but i think he wanted to believe it really and so i'll get into that with you i i also have um the story that i think uh i'm looking back at these g20 protesters these g20 protesters who are remind me of the Occupy Wall Street crowd on steroids who remind me of the people that Glenn highlighted when he talked about the coming insurrection almost four or five summers ago when we saw all the cars being burned in the suburbs of Paris that all this was predictable, and these people just seem seem to make a career of going to um These these uh, G20, G8, G whatever events and trying to cause havoc because they hate capitalism. They hate freedom. These are people who want government to tell everybody what to do and how to live. And yet they're out there protesting government. And it's just because it's not the government they want. This is a top down, bottom up type philosophy. And that never works. They have giant signs outside of the uh, event that say, welcome to hell. And that's what they're calling the G20, hell. Uh, and they also have signs that say, capitalism kills. I don't know if you've seen them on, on any of the news reports. But capitalism is the source of more freedom and and, and more prosperity than anything anyone could ever imagine. We'll talk about capitalism versus Communism, socialism, state controlled economies just around the corner. Next, I'm Piero Pelkin.
0: You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka.
1: On the Blaze Radio Network.
0: Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. On the
2: Blaze Radio Network. Uh welcome back to Pure Old Pelk. It's a free-for-all Friday. If you want to discuss anything, we've already had some interesting discussions about barbecuing and about President Trump and why the Republicans can't seem to help him push his agenda out. The phone number is triple eight nine hundred-three three-nine three-eight eight eight. Nine hundred three three nine three. 3393 By the way, if you're a dad and you have a daughter, today is uh, father-daughter take a walk day. I hope you do that. I hope you do it and get a little exercise because it's also Strawberry Sunday day. And uh, doesn't that sound good? I-, I wonder if you have to be Checking in with a daddy-daughter walk in order to earn your your strawberry Sunday. I, I would love a strawberry Sunday, but I'm, I'm trying to stay healthy. You see, to get that good insurance rate, as we talked about last break. Now I've been watching, I've been watching what's going on at the G20 and these protesters. Interestingly enough, that Angela Merkel, Angela Merkel is uh, not happy about the uh, protesters. Well, you can be as not happy as you wanna be. I'd be more concerned about the damage they're doing to uh, Hamburg and about the the hundred and twenty plus members of the police and military who have been hurt by these these people. They've been hit by bottles and rocks and they are throwing explosive devices. Uh, I, you know we call them Molotov cocktails. In the British reporting, they say, there have been petroleum bombs that have been thrown. Yeah, those are Molotov cocktails. And what do these people want? That's what I would like to know. What do they want? They want a total dismantling of capitalism. And see, I don't think they understand it. I don't think they understand it at all. They have no idea what they're talking about. They, They simply... They're simply whining because it's not where if they put half of the effort into creating something that works, something successful. Can you imagine what these people would be achieving in their lives? It, It is amazing. And yet, at least I will give I will give Germany this credit. At least Germany has done this and told the protesters. You can't cover your faces. Your faces have to be exposed. And that seems to cut down some of the the most radical members of these groups are, are all wrapped up. And, yeah, there's a few people out there trying to cover their faces, but uh, not, not as much as we've seen in, in previous times. And Germany, I give them credit, the water cannons do seem to be holding the crowds at bay. And uh, they seem to have made it so they have a protected perimeter around the area where the meetings are going on and now where the, uh, di- the dinner, they're actually having an entertainment portion before the dinner. But as I'm watching these protesters and they're out there screaming and hollering and some of them have signs and some of them have costumes, uh, I'm reminded of the 60s because I was a very, very young child in the 60s growing up and watching the protests Uh, Some of them about the Vietnam War, some of them about inequality, some of them about race and race relations in America. And I go back to a, a classic, a classic episode of of the television show Dragnet with Jack Webb. And it was a really cut and dried show. It was the dialogue was dry, but within it, there were messages within it, there were. Uh, explanations of, of what I thought were common sense prob- common sense explanations to problems we were facing during the day. It wasn't like a, a cop show that showed solving crimes. It wasn't a procedural drama where you saw Columbo figuring out who killed the person. It wasn't a law and order type thing. It was often a commentary. And Sergeant Friday, Sergeant Joe Friday, which was Jack Webb's character, would often encounter hippies, and they looked like <laughs> whenever you'd see some of the uh, some of the places where they'd catch the hippies, these were always these flea bag apartments that had uh, b- bean bag chairs on the floor. And the guys it, they they thought they had really long hair at the time, but it looks pretty normal today, and yet they were considered long haired freaks in their Nehru jackets, man. And they were talking about the system oppressing him. But uh, one of of those that that struck a chord with me was when uh, Joe Friday and his partner, Bill Gannon, ran into some teenagers who wanted to start a new country, man, where everything would be fair and we wouldn't have the oppression of the system. And... uh, this was this was all before the the bicentennial of the nation. This all predated the 17, the 1976 celebration of our 200th anniversary, which makes it kind of interesting. But here's just a, a little snippet of what Jack Webb said.
5: Don't think you have a corner on all of virtue vision in the country or that everybody else is fat and selfish and you're the first generation to come along that's felt dissatisfied. They all have, you know about different things and most of them didn't have the same opportunity and freedoms that you do. Let's talk poverty. Most places in the world that's not a problem it's a way of life and rights they're liable to give you a blank stare because they may not know what you're talking about. The fact is more people are living better right here than anywhere else ever before in history so don't expect us to roll over and play dead when you say you're dissatisfied. It's not perfect but it's a great deal better than when we grew up. A hundred men standing in the street hoping for one job selling apples on the street corner. That's one of the things we were dissatisfied about, and you don't see that much anymore. You're-
2: Interesting, right? Interesting the comparison. These 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 kids, these youths, wanted to start a new country because they didn't think America was good enough. They wanted to change it.
5: You've grown up on instant orange juice, flip a dial, instant entertainment, dial seven digits, instant communication, turn a key, push a pedal, instant transportation, flash a card, instant money. Shoving a problem, push a few buttons, instant answers. But some problems you can't get quick answers to, no matter how much you want them.
2: Good answer, right? It, and it's the same thing today. We have everything at our fingertips. And yet there are problems that we can't solve. There are problems that aren't solved instantaneously. There are problems that you just can't change with, with a simple snap of your fingers. I thought this was a, a great little piece of writing in television, and uh, I, I, think, uh, I think I've got the end of it here, That where uh, Sergeant Friday delivers uh, a really rock-solid finish to this discussion.
5: Had to help him see the light.
2: That's his partner. Be
5: careful of his rights, because your property and your person and your rights aren't any better than his, and next time you may be the one to get it. We remember a man who killed six million people and called it social improvement.
2: Interesting. You can find answers to the problems that we're facing today, or at least wisdom to bring attention to the problems we face today in much of our past, either in our literature or our entertainment. And there was a time when literature was entertainment. So I do think it's important to to remember that the 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 unrest and the unhappiness that's out on the streets of of Hamburg is nothing new. It's actually quite quite similar to what we've seen before. And I mentioned that as recent as the the summertime riots in the ghettos of France where the burning of the cars was a nightly event and that we we would wake up in the morning and count how many cars had been burned and that was the summer Glenn brought back the translation of the coming insurrection. And this was the crack open of the door when the progressive and the and the super radical progressives rushed in and tried to get a toehold in western society into western governments and it started in europe and it has tried to gain a foothold here in america it tried with occupy wall street unsuccessfully so but it is um it is not working I want to talk to our friend in Dayton, Ohio, but I'm, I'm almost up against the break. So let's take a quick break and come back and talk to, is it Bill? Well, let me take a break so I can have some big time with Bill on the other side. Bill in Dayton, Ohio, hang on. I want to hear what you're up to next on Pure Opelka.
0: You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Welcome back. Just checking out uh, Rex Tillerson, Secretary of State, and the audio press briefing he's giving after the two-hour-plus meeting between President Trump and President Putin. And we heard a little bit about the announcement of the ceasefire, which is supposed to go into effect on Sunday morning. And it is uh, negotiated between America, Russia and Jordan's involved, which that makes me feel good. I'm very keen on Jordan having an active role in the region. They are a good friend and a firewall between uh, Israel and much of the bad action going on in that region. So that's good news. Also, according to Tillerson, the president approached the meddling in our election, more than once, and pressed Putin on it. Now, I don't know what that exactly means, but we will see. We will see. So there's some news out of it. There'll be more. We'll parse this out, and I'm sure the liberty-loving Latino will have more to say on this. Uh, Bill in Dayton, Ohio, is on the phone on a free-for-all Friday. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, Michael. How you
6: doing,
2: I'm good. What's on your mind on this free-for-all Friday?
6: Well, I tell you, you have brought up a bevy of topics, um, but the one that got me was the protesters Mm -hmm. and how people forget their history. Do you know that during the Vietnam War, when we bombed Hanoi and maybe Haiphong back into the 30s, the communists were ready to quit? they were getting their white flags out and then they saw the news reports out of this country with the protests against the war and those protesters gave them heart and they said we need to battle on they had the white flags out and it's a
2: great point
6: it's just it it and then when they you know the stuff that we've had in this country just the last couple of years of protesters and it's just like it, it you can't do it like that it, it doesn't work well, and I, go
2: ahead. I was I was there at the start of Occupy Wall Street at the beginning of Occupy Wall Street uh, when the blaze was a tiny entity in in the world of news. There were a couple of us, Buck Sexton and myself, who were given the green light to spend some time in the camp at Zuccotti Park among the protesters and I got pretty much embedded with the protesters and I started to hear what they were saying and most of them were just lost boys in my mind and there were lost women there too but most of them were lost boys who grew up without a direction so they were they were uh, subject to a lot of uh, college brainwashing and media brainwashing and I will tell you that the communism and the communists and and those those uh, uber left in the, in the other parts of the world, watch our news reports and watch to see what the youth are doing. And they are emboldened by the lack of an understanding of our freedoms and the lack of commitment yes. to our Constitution and the lack of belief in self, which is, I think, where a lot of this goes to. That if, if we would raise generations that have a true belief in themselves and know that they can do the job, and get it done and achieve what they want to, I don't think they'd be out there saying, we need more fairness, which means we need more socialism. I know it's not I a, it's a muddy a, answer. I was, I was
6: listening to a guy in Chicago during all of that, and he went down and talked to them. And he asked them, you know, what's your point? What are you going to do? What, what, what do you do? And their answers were full of fluff and air, and there was nothing. Well, we're, we're going to have a meeting, and we're going we're gonna to work on our, our direction. And what direction is that? Well, that's to be decided uh, at, at the meeting. And well, well, what was, uh, did you have a meeting yesterday? Yes, we did. Well, what was decided at the, at the meeting? Well, we talked a lot, and it was all fluff. You know, the thing is, is that people want to be led. They'll do something if they have a leader. And, and you pointed out the kids that were lost, and, you know, they, they just want to be led. They want to be led
2: I've I've only got like a minute Before I've got a hard break You're, You're right that people want to be led But I also, I will make the argument That people want to be led Unless they are taught That they can lead themselves That they can be responsible For their own actions But we have taken Specifically men And made them now children Until they are 26 years old and we have delayed adulthood to the point where we have created dependent generations. And that's where I think these snowflake factories have come into into play. I'm, I'm sorry I cut you off, but we're we're up against the uh, the giant hard wall at the end of the hour. The free for all right. Friday will continue into the third hour. And uh, we do have to talk about fake news. And, and I've got. I've got some more for you. I've got a bunch of crazy stories. We'll get to them just around the corner on Puro Opelka. Come on back.
1: With Michael Belka on the Blaze Radio Network.